Rack it up, rack it up, I got a bit of the bank to make me a safe house. Shake it up, shake it up, she got her hands on her knees and she bringing a cake out. Smoke it up, smoke it up, I got some gas, some packs, I'm up in the greenhouse. Ball it up, ball it up, I'm with the gang, we taking shots off the rebound. Okay, welcome to Walking Out of Lockdown. Today I've got David Almeida Ribeiro. He's a film sound designer and um, culture protagonist. David, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's good to see you. It has been a while, actually. Uh, I think the last time we saw each other in person was in Florence, no? Yep. Wow, that has been a few years. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go back to New Year's. New Year's Day, what were your expectations for the coming year, both personal and professional? Well, um, professional, um, it was an exceptional situation in the sense that usually um, there's not so much film activity over New Year's. After Christmas, there's like a, a break. Um, and uh, that's dependent on the weather, obviously. There's not so much going on over the late autumn, early uh, uh, part of the year. Uh, because it's over here in Austria, it's cold. Uh, the, 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 there's not so many hours of light, so it's it's not like a, a reasonable time to shoot. However, uh, I did have like a, a exceptionally a feature film shoot, which started around the mid end of January. So New Year's was uh, uh, this time. It was not such a calm period of the year where either you are optimistic or uh, uh, anxious about uh, how the year will yeah. go but it was like um, we're, we're getting warmed up for the shoots taking place in a couple of weeks um, so in that sense it was exceptional um, mm -hmm. and it was good it, it's obviously very good to start the year with a big project yeah. Uh, which uh, gives you like uh, gives you a cushion for in case uh, spring uh, doesn't bring uh, as much as as usual. Um, um, all right. So now, four months later, and we will talk about lockdown. But four months later, how has your perception on that changed? How has the situation changed? I guess um, there there's two things. Uh, one thing is the inherent uh, unpredictability of our uh, field and of my, specifically my profession as a freelancer and uh, specifically as a, a sound person. So I've been, I've been living with that uh, ever since I started my freelancing career uh, 13, 14 years ago. So um, a lot of feelings and a lot of uh, 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 this unpredict unpredictability is not new. Mm -hmm. Um, so I found myself in having similar thoughts than um, basically other years and other times of my, of my life and of my career, uh, which um, maybe got amplified by, by this uh, corona situation, but were not really surprising or unsettling in that sense. Um, well, let me ask you a, a question right there, because you, you, you bring up an issue that a few people have discussed. It's true that a lot of us freelancers found ourselves with nothing as soon as the virus started. But it's also true that to most of this, this is not uncommon. There are periods when you just don't have anything and maybe we're more adaptable. Do you think that's an advantage to freelancers coming out of this? 
Um, I'm not sure if it's an advantage because I think it carries with it um, a degree of, of, of uh, existential stress that uh, I'm not quite sure if it's um, if it's very positive and 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 productive. Um, although I understand the concept of working under pressure and producing under pressure, um, I'm also aware that uh, people, even people who are uh, able to produce under stress, I think creativity achieves a peak when when you when you're not under stress. Yeah. Um, so getting used to it mm, i think it's more out of yeah maybe out of necessity but overall um i don't know if it's a desired state of things okay um did you find yourself during lockdown actually taking advantage of some of that to explore your creativity to open up things that you wouldn't otherwise do i have been looking at your photography lately which i hadn't seen before and i'm quite impressed and I'm sure some of that started before lockdown, but, you know, as you say, less stress, not as many deadlines. Did you find this a, a period of creativity? Um, no, I cannot really say that I started anything new mm -hmm. under this situation. Uh, I'm also, you know, as, as you know, in, in, in film business, it's, it's, we have uh, um, periods of extremely intensive work where, you don't even have a personal life or, or like the bare minimum. Um, and you have periods where you, have, you don't have anything in between shoots, in between big projects. Um, at least for me, it has been like that, especially because I mainly do uh, cinema projects. So uh, it's not like I'm doing like small promos or advertising like small half day, one day projects constantly, week here, week there. Um, so I've, you know, these last 13, 14 years, I've always, taking uh, uh, new creative projects on the side, uh, which I've been, they've been there all these years. And, and the consequence now is that I cannot really say that I have more time to dedicate to them because in between projects, I, I already had this time so I could develop them and then go back to, to my work projects and then go back to the, to the hobby projects. Um, so it's not like I was waiting for this opportunity to finally have time. Yeah. Uh, so, um, do you think much is going to change after this? I mean, you know, you're talking about your process, which, um, in very many ways could stay the same, but either because of production issues or because of, um, just pipeline issues or maybe not. Do you think there's going to be any significant changes for your business or for the work you're doing? Or is it more a matter of just, you know, scaling back up again? Well, no one knows at the moment how things will turn out. Uh, there's the, the, the level of uh, um, um, the, the, the level of uh, or the amount of unknown factors is it's, it's so big. Uh, at, at every level, from the level of the worker to the level of the companies to the level of the government, that uh, I think right now there's, you know, everyone is trying to keep themselves busy in working out possible scenarios for the future. But I think everyone also knows that uh, uh, we are very far away from having 
reliable criteria, you know. Uh, so I think for me personally, in terms of my attitude to what I do and to what, what I've chosen to do, uh, if, if the market has, uh, uh, keeps, keeps giving me uh, uh, opportunities, I don't think I will radically change. You know, I don't think uh, I will, you know, I don't feel like a, an essential unhappiness about what I do. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, you know, I've also been, you know, the last uh, couple of months or the last one and a half months, I've been in, following uh, very 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 closely all the uh, developments in in um you know what 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 our unions and associations have been talking about what i've been talking with producers i've always i i i've i've, I've also had you know i've had canceled shoots i had planned shoots for now which have been canceled or put on hold and i'm in contact with those people and i'm gathering like all kinds of opinions and feedback and predictions and um it's the, the, the once again you know the spectrum of possibilities for the future is is very big and the possibility of radical change in how the industry works uh, uh is 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 huge so the, the it's it, it's likely that things are going to change mm -hmm. a lot um but i i'm skeptical about believing you know i'm 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 waiting i'm waiting what 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 yeah. what happens um let's just take a scenario all right lockdown ends today you're standing at the doorway you're looking out at the doorway you can do anything and everything you want what's the first thing you want <laughs> i want to go out drinking and dancing with my friends you know it's <laughs> a good answer i like that answer very much yeah um now is there anything from lockdown that you did or that you thought or that you realized that you'd like to carry out of lockdown into your life? I can't think, I can't think of anything specifically. Um, I don't know if it has, you know, the, the thing is, I don't know if it has to do with lockdown, but, um, I've been in a, um, maybe it has amplified or it has, it has accelerated my reflection about how to manage, uh, how to emotionally manage this, this downtime when you're not working and how much anxiety is, 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 uh, 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 positive, you know, regarding your future. And, uh, I think lockdown maybe, um, I think I'm managing like a healthier relation with time, you know, not, not yeah. hurrying up things so much. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, obviously no one likes the thought that, that, that you progress your views, uh, uh, uh under influence of external factors, you know, we want to be masters of our fate, you know, yeah, but, but I think, um, <laughs> But, but, but I do think that being limited in social, uh, 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 you know, social possibilities, mobility, uh, and being restricted to a smaller space and being restricted to a, 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 a smaller space and a bigger time, so to speak, you know, mm -hmm. I think it, it has contributed to um, being able to slow down.
Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I know that uh, our first week, you know, we have an NGO, we had projects in Peru, we had projects everywhere and literally in one day. And even before lockdown came to Austria, because of our Italy connection, in one day, everything disappeared. We literally found ourselves with no projects, nothing going forward, grants were canceled, everything. And my initial reaction was anxiety, was Jesus Christ, with this going on, how am I gonna save things? But after about a week, I don't know if it was acceptance of lockdown or acceptance as a freelancer that this isn't that difference to September for me usually. You know, people go away for the summers, things kind of dry up, their vacation. Um, I seem to get a healthier relationship and it does come back. But um, did you find something similar? Did you find something different? What was your experience from the shock to then what you just said of feeling better of how you're managing time to deal with these issues? Um, yeah, I think, I think the, this experience of lockdown put us a bit in our place in the sense of uh, 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 maybe shifting the balance again to a more healthy uh, um, equilibrium of what you can control and what you cannot control and not worrying about what you cannot control, you know, and this, this, this huge, this, this constant bombarding with uh, you, you have to produce, you have to perform to the deepest core of yourself. You have to perform yourself. You have to produce yourself. Yeah. Um, I think this, uh, it's, it's, it's a window to just uh, look at that uh, exaggerated pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Looking outside Vienna, um, what are your feelings on how lockdown, or more importantly, social distancing is gonna impact the culture going forward? Do you think it's a major impact for Austrians or not? <laughs> um, I think that's where, where uh, this, this social distancing issue is exactly one of the uh, has brought to light uh, many cliches, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. which reveal themselves to be sort of true. Um, I noticed, you know, of course, being on lockdown and, and uh, you know, social contact reduced you, most of your impressions come through social media. Mm-hmm. But what I, I think they're not less valid because of that, but what I've noticed was that uh, I had a feeling that this kind of social distancing in lockdown uh, is very uh, suits Austria very well. <laughs> yeah. I could or, not. Or Vienna. Okay, I'll speak of Vienna because it's. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. No, I can tell you, Steiermark, I couldn't agree more. It seems to be the most natural thing to the Austrian culture. Yeah, I think I think in a city, these issues, or in Vienna, at least these issues uh, are even more stark to see because you know people were happy suddenly not to have uh, you know cheek kisses or uh, handshakes or too much physical contact. Or, uh, but I think it boils down to too much human contact, which people are, I think people are, are, are uh, skeptical of enthusiastic human contact here, <laughs> you know, skeptical of, of warmth that seems to be hiding for them some, some, some disappointment or some, 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 yeah. whatever. No, and, it, and in contrast to that, yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's interesting that you brought that up because one thing I noticed, and you know, we live in the country, so I could walk through fields and walk down paths, and I have literally a private little island where people have a walking path on the other side of the river. So I could see everybody, and I've been walking there for years now, and nobody ever says hi from the other side of the river. They just kind of look at you. But suddenly, especially in the middle of it, people were stopping to wave and smile, something I don't usually experience most of the time. People notice I'm a foreigner quite early, and that always creates a little bit of, not tension, but maybe doubt, I don't know. But people were smiling and things like that. Now that things have opened up again, even though we're supposed to be wearing face masks, um, people only seem to do that in stores, but it's gone back to this, okay, we're kind of glad just to have to say hello and keep moving on. It, it, it's been a strange cycle here. I don't know about Vienna. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, um, it, I think it, 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 it varies broadly according to, also according to, uh, uh, yeah, cultural backgrounds and, 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 uh, you know, um, yeah, it's hard to generalize. Um, I don't know. Uh, you also saw since the beginning of lockdown, you also got this, uh, uh, you got these news stories about people being completely oblivious to it and just ignoring it and being, uh, you know, uh, reckless about it or just ignoring and being in groups outside as if, uh, as if uh, that that also expressed a kind of anxiety of will we will this get any worse? Let's let's just be together uh, yeah. before this gets any worse. And uh, so I think on the other hand, there is obviously this 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 longing for for social activity and being out on the street. And um, I just um, I think it varies considerably depending on your cultural background. Mm -hmm. All right, you're in audio man, and which means that you live a lot of your life noticing sounds. I must believe that a lot of your experience here, your daily experience is, is sound related. Last night we had a helicopter land just behind us. There's a doctor's office. It's not the first time, but it was quite close. But right away, a part of my mind heard that sound and thought, I wonder if they're picking up a case of coronavirus here, which we haven't had in our town. Have you noticed at all that your reaction to city sounds, ambulances, whatever has been impacted by this as somebody who really, you know, experiences sound probably more than most of us? Um, yeah, well, the, 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 it's, it's impossible to ignore the overall uh, much, much lower level of noise, you know, much lower level of uh, amount of sound events going on. Um, it's, it's not as, it's, 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 it's increasing again. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, Vienna is a particularly silent city anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, sure from the beginning of lockdown, there was also a lot of talk among, uh, sound nerds that it, uh, there, there would come, uh, particularly good opportunities to record ambiences that, uh, are not, uh, that, that would be exceptional, you know, ambiences of places which normally are too crowded and maybe have too much uh, 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 noise uh, preventing from, from uh, capturing 
like like a smooth ambience of location. I'm thinking of particularly streets, particular squares, particular places where maybe you know you don't have the radio blaring from the kiosk, and now you just have like uh, some passersby and occasional cars. So things things are more um, are not as dense, you know. Um, and yeah, and the, 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 I've, I've been out recording ambiences. Uh, I've been out on the outskirts of the city. And uh, one of the things that, that we film sound people uh, obviously uh, notice is like the, the, the almost total absence of air traffic. Yeah. So, um, you know. Um, it's just phenomenal. I can't say it from a sound perspective because I notice more vibrations, cars, trucks, things like that, even in the distance. And I notice that vacuum. And, you know, my, my downstairs neighbor is a, uh, he's very into the conspiracy of um, what are chemtrails and things. And I don't know one way or the other. I don't get into it, but he's always pointing out how many lines there are in the sky. And to me, I guess I took it as somewhat normal. But in the middle of this, I was out walking in the field and I looked up and I suddenly had a flashback to childhood. And I realized that's how the sky had always looked to me. And I just somehow gotten used to it. And it was beautiful. It just filled me with this feeling of how beautiful the sky is without these trails going through it, yeah. you know? It's just, it's, it's a unique situation. Um, let me just see something here. Yeah, all right. Is there anything that scares you or makes you nervous about lockdown ending? Or this phase of lockdown, let's call it. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the not so immediate future makes me nervous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I've, um, it's, 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 you know, like, like, like we were saying in the beginning, you know, we freelancers are, uh, um, we, we, we don't have the anxiety of being in a completely new situation, you know? No. We're also, in a way, if we, we don't have the privilege of having like a contract and, and a long-term association or a long-term stability, but many people who have had this long-term stability now are jobless and, and, and suddenly, they, you know, they've been maybe all their lives uh, assuming that, you know, with a better or worse wages that this stability would remain. And I guess they're in a much darker uh, emotional spot than, than we are. Mm -hmm. um, so that means we're, I think we're prepared for, you know, we, we can deal with a couple of months more of this exceptional circumstance. But the thing is, people don't know how exceptional this really is right now. If, if the exceptional is going to remain longer. Um, you know, I, I live, my family is not here. It's a, my family is in Portugal and, um, yeah, one thing that I, that makes me slightly nervous is, um, I don't have to deal with it every day because, you know, my dad doesn't live two kilometers from here. So, yeah. um, I don't have to like, like many people do, you know, talk with him over the garden fence. Mm -hmm. But I do ask myself, you know, when, you know, flights are going to be resumed to Portugal. I had one flight canceled in, in March and I wanted to go there. And yeah, I ask myself, um, flights will be, I will be able to physically travel to Portugal, but will I be able to, will I be able to hug my dad, you know? Will I be yeah. able to um, deal with the 
stress of, you know, I don't want to be the one passing him the virus or, you know. No, of so, course. Um, and, and for him, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a worry. I worry, you know, when is it going to be a safe time for him to just do his normal life? Um, I'm, I'm more worried than him, you know, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm but, sure, um, but you know, this is an issue. Look, I have been in lockdown since Italy, mainly because I have um, weak lungs. I get pneumonia. I get bronchitis. I had it just a year and a half ago, you know? So we decided early on, uh, no, I'm not over 60, so I'm not in that, but I'm not that far away, okay? And we decided early on that I would go through full lockdown. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a photojournalist. Uh, I travel, I've been on an expedition, things like that. This is not natural to me. I can only do this so long. And literally now, as we both noticed, I'm a caged lion or a caged, I don't know, chimpanzee. I don't care. Lion's too big for me, but a chimpanzee, baboon there, big red ass, whole thing. <laughs> and I'm just, I can't do it anymore. And there comes a point where I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I might risk it, but I can't do this only. It's been fine for two months, but this isn't my life. This isn't who I am. At a certain point, I find myself having to decide whether the risk versus the experience, which I choose. And I'm taking it slow, but it is an issue. I cannot, if another wave comes through, I don't know that I can stay inside again, you know? And I think yeah, each that's of also, that's also one, you know, if, if, you, if you expand that to the social political arena, that's one of the more interesting uh, uh, things happening, you know, uh, that uh, this, this, um, this, this, this discussion, how, how much of our individual rights are going to be limited and how much are we willing to limit? Because one thing is the individual decision, you know, we say, uh, you know, uh, we're going to take the risk and we're going to go out there and travel and expose ourselves. The other thing is, are we going to have a legal frame allowing us to do that and not uh, repressing us uh, or preventing us from do that? So uh, I, I'm worried about the, the, the um, you know, I'm worried about the, 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 the political uh, direction that things might take in Europe. Yeah, definitely. And I should emphasize that, of course, everything I do, I do safely. And I would never do something like that, what I'm talking about that would expose anybody else to risk or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not an adrenaline jockey. Mm -hmm. It's what I do for a living. But yeah, you're right. Will we be able to? And I know... Yeah, I'm also probably in a unique position that with my credentials and stuff, I can do it. But that's one person. That's not all of society. And I think we're seeing in various places that already this is being used, not just for the virus, but for a consolidation of power and rights. We've seen it, you know, around, I mean, forget Brazil, that's just an obvious case, but even in more subtle ways. Sure, everywhere, I think, everywhere. Um, historically, it has it has been like that. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, David, um, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, I don't think I've. Um, I don't know, Mark. I could talk for hours with you, but uh, I don't. I know. I, I forgot something. 
Yeah, and we will. And I'm hoping that we can actually get into the same place at some time again soon, because that's where we really get to talk. And that's why I really enjoy it. And one of the things I've noticed in lockdown is how much I miss just not the Zoom thing, not the, you know, just real conversations with people. I mean, my thing for walking out the door is to sit at a cafe with a cup of coffee, watching people and just talking with one or two friends. Yeah. You know, just that, the conversation, the dialogue, the life around us. So, yeah, I hope that comes back soon more than anything, because that to me is more important than, than all of this. Rack it up, rack it up, I got a bit of the bank to make me a safe house. Shake it up, shake it up, she got her hands on her knees and she bringing the cake out. Smoke it up, smoke it up, I got some gas, some packs, I'm up in the greenhouse. Ball it up, ball it up, I'm with the gang, we taking shots off the rebound.